Broadcasting live from the Wellness Wonderland, you're listening to the Wellness Wonderland Radio. I'm Katie, and each week I chat with the most inspirational people on the planet on how to stay inspired in all areas of life. As you listen, feel free to tweet at me, at Katie Dalebout, or use the hashtag Wellness Wonderland. I'd love to hear your aha moments. So grab your headphones and listen on the go, or cuddle up with a notebook as we dive in deep with authentic conversations right here in Wonderland. Welcome back, everyone. I am super excited about today's episode of the Wellness Wonderland Radio because a awesome local friend of mine, Angela, is here in Wonderland. Angela Russell is a Metro Detroit entrepreneur with a passion for cooking with whole foods, nutrition, yoga, fermentation, and do-it-yourself and traveling. So from that little description, it sounds a whole lot like somebody else you know, somebody from Wonderland. So obviously Angela and I really hit it off because there's so much alignment in all of the things that we do and are passionate about. So today we're going to get into it with Angela and her journey to a holistic lifestyle and learn more about her passion for business and her business of Green Dreams Detroit. So she hosts workshops, does private consultation, and she hosts eco-retreats. And she really is just spreading happiness and health throughout our local Detroit community. So I'm super grateful to have connected with her through picking up a flyer about this awesome, amazing retreat she's hosting coming up here. And we'll get into all of that. But honestly, I'm just so glad that I picked it up and emailed her and the rest was kind of history. So I'm so excited to share her with you guys and she's super passionate about spreading the Wellness Wonderland and Green Dreams Detroit message here in Detroit and beyond. So today we're going to get into green living and healthy cooking, fermenting, and some of her personal practices um, as well as her amazing upcoming retreat. So thank you so much for stopping by Wonderland, Angela. Katie, thank you so much for having me on Wonderland. This is going to be fun. This is going to, yeah. I just have a great feeling about this conversation. And yeah, um, yeah it's going to be awesome. So I think the best place to start, or where I want to start, I guess, is I want to talk a little bit about Detroit and wellness here in our community since, as you know, um, you know, the majority of the people listening to this don't necessarily live here, but um, I think it's cool for us to mention that, you know, where we live here in Detroit, a lot of it's what we do and the way we live isn't really the norm, right? You know, living in a wellness wonderland isn't really the norm here. But I think, you know, regardless of whether you live in Detroit or, you know, whether you're in another area, unless you're in um, some certain big cities or, or different places across the country, it's very similar. You might be in a similar situation to us, right? You know, where you are kind of different. And um, I think that that's super exciting because I think there's a lot more work to be done and a lot more that can be shared. And, um, you know, but I think it can also be a challenge too. So I would love your thoughts on how that can be a challenge for your business as well as something excited, exciting for your business at the same time. Absolutely. So Detroit is a really interesting place to be in terms of um, the wellness wonderland, as, as we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
people are finding a ton of challenges in terms of even access to, to good food. But I think there's a huge movement, a growing community of people like you and I who are spreading the word and helping to inform other people. And there's a huge audience out there that's ready to listen and ready to make those positive changes. Yeah, um, for sure. So, um, you know, on, on that, like, you know, I honestly – it's been so cool to have this community and get to know people, you know, just like you and I connecting and, and it's like, it's small, but it's growing. And it's so wherever you are, I think finding that tribe and finding that sense of community with whatever you're into, you know, for you and I, it's wellness and probably a lot of the people listening, but you know, whatever it is for you, I think having that that physical connection because it's so easy now and you got to love the internet for being able to bring so many people together and you know I think that's rad too but there is something to be said for that physical connection of actually being able to meet people and talk to people and physically be with people and um, I think searching for that and seeking that out wherever you are is you know really a crucial takeaway right totally in fact that's that's kind of the reason I started Green Dreams Detroit is because I have another business in the, in the natural products industry. And, you know, while I'm meeting some amazing people who are doing some great work, uh, talented in all different skill sets, they're across the country. So I wanted to build a community um, and connect with people locally and really have those face to face connections um, rather than just phone conversations. And, it's been it's been fantastic, and we, we do have a, a great yoga community here in Detroit, and um, an amazing food community. So we're getting there. Yeah, and, and it's growing too. And I think you know it's very easy to kind of hide behind the computer, and for me at least, you know, I'll speak for myself, to connect with people all over. You know, again, which is rad, but there's something to be said for, you know, putting yourself out there and meeting people in person and connecting with people in person. And I think that it's, it's crucial to, um, you know, really making this real because they are out there, but you have to be willing and open to finding them because, you know, on a day to day level, it may not be who you, you know, surround yourself with, you know, so it's seeking the, those like-minded people out in the physical form and connecting with them, you know, I think is, is super, super amazing. Yeah. You can read a ton on the internet, but if you're looking to meet people who are inspirational and can help guide you, it's really cool to meet them in person and see what they're doing and really just kind of learn by example. And I know I, um, you know, I'm still along my journey as we all are. So yeah. Yeah, and and that's the thing, you know, it's always a journey and you may be a little bit ahead of, or not ahead, but you may be at a different point than somebody else and there's, you know, always something to teach and learn and I think that's really cool. So I guess focusing on, on our community a little bit more, I'd love to ask you, you know, with Detroit, where would you like to see holistic health and wellness in, say, 10 years? Wow. That's a great question, Katie. <laughs> um, you know, I I think that in 10 years, I would love to see more people getting out there, participating in events, um, having more access to food. I mean, there's there, there are options in Detroit. We've got a new, brand new Whole Foods, which is great, but um, it, it, it's not necessarily the most low-cost option, as we know, for, for people who struggle to, you know, meet their grocery needs. 
Um, so I'd love to see more access, maybe more mobile mobile food access um, to people in the city. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It's going to happen. We'll manifest it together. Yeah, I would love to see more wellness centers popping up. And, you know, one major thing is that in Michigan, we can't, um, you know, holistic medicine isn't covered by insurance. Yep. That's one thing where I think we could hugely benefit is to have um, more access to holistic wellness. Yes. In this in this area, for sure. Yeah, I think, honestly, that's the biggest, biggest thing, you know. I, I wish that groceries would be covered by insurance because that's my medicine and that's your medicine. And, you know, all of the things that I do for myself, you know, every kind of modality that I do, which is a lot, you know, it all comes out of pocket. And that's rough, you know. It's, it's what I spend, you know, 95% of my paycheck goes to that. And, you know, I, 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 you know, just to get really honest with people about, you know, I think it's relevant to share my personal story here. And I'm sure that you can agree with this or, or talk about this a little bit too, especially with what you do, Angela. But um, for me, I know that I'm maybe not spending money elsewhere, you know, on, on certain um, like material things, or, you know, I don't like go out that much. Or I'm not spending that much money on like, you know, being like, you know, expensive drinks or anything like that. But like, Purses and drinks. Exactly, right. You know, so I'm not like doing that kind of thing. But, you know, it's not like I'm not spending money because I'm spending money on these health modalities, which are very expensive. So it's like if that could be something, you know, if preventative medicine obviously, you know, makes so much sense for so many reasons, but also, you know, those times where, you know, you want to get into these healing modalities and need these healing modalities. And if those could be, if you believe in a holistic approach, having that be covered by insurance, I think is just so where we need to be going. Do you think that that's in the um, the realm of the near future? I hope so. I mean, my partner's, um, my partner, Matt is a naturopath, as you know. And so his um, board is working on licensure for Michigan, which is definitely a step forward um, in in being able to hopefully work with insurance in the near future. So it's, it's within sight, I'm hoping. I Just, hope so, too. it takes a lot of money and backing to get there, but we'll yeah. plug it away. Yeah, well, anything that I can do to support that and anything that, you know, we can rally behind as a tribe, I think that's just the biggest thing that I, you know, really want to, you know, focusing on, I never realized how political I wanted to be till some of these big issues came up, you know, like that and like, you know, GMOs. And there's so many things that, you know, really make me want to be very politically involved, you know, and I think, um, I think that's important that it's not time to play small anymore. I think we all kind of need to step up and really fight for these types of things. Most definitely. Yeah. That's kind of how I started my journey to more holistic lifestyle is, you know, kind of when I was, you know, starting my first business, taking a step back and looking at all of our systems and how broken they are. Um, and, you know, that can easily get people down to just, think of how much corruption there is out there um, and how unfair it is to to people like us who really want to take care of our bodies and, and do the right things and how expensive, you know, health care is in that way. So 
totally. It's, it's, uh, we've got a long way to go, but I think uh, we've got a good tribe here, like you say, to, to get going on that path. Yeah, yeah. I, I am so excited about it. That was a perfect segue because the next thing I was going to ask you to do is kind of zoom the lens back and talk a bit about about your journey. So can you go into that a little bit deeper and, and how you got into this and um, kind of bring us up to speed of the present and exactly what you do with your business? Sure, sure. So five, let's say four years ago, I decided that, um, you know, I was working in recruiting in Metro Detroit, filling automotive positions and working with big suppliers and things like this. And I was realizing it just was not making me happy. It wasn't in alignment with my personal beliefs. Um, it wasn't, you know, conducive working in that sort of office environment wasn't necessarily conducive to health and wellness. And, um, you know, it was, it was just kind of, I felt boxed in. So, um, around that, about a year before that, I had met my partner, Matt, who's a naturopath and we um, decided to put our minds together and come up with um, a way to showcase our passion um, as well as our skill set and kind of combine forces. And that is how our first um, business, Orchidalistic Search, took off. And then about a year later, you know, as I've got more time on my hands, you know, I'm working from home, I'm able to cook more, I'm learning more about nutrition and kind of putting all these pieces together and making my own home more eco-friendly. Um, and a lot, I found that a lot of the things that I was doing are fairly easy to implement or fairly simple concepts if you put your mindset, you know, in the right place. Right. So um, about a year later, I had decided to, you know, spread my knowledge and my passion uh, in the in the Metro Detroit area. And I started, you know, blogging. And that was kind of the first step. I would blog my recipes and um, of healthy foods and DIY cleaning products and personal care products. Um, and then, you know, people would start asking me for help. So I began to start offering in-home consultations and, and then the classes and workshops kind of evolved from there. And that's kind of where we are today. That's amazing. It's, it's yeah. such an inspiring and um, cool story and, and mirrors mine in a lot of ways. And I think a lot of people, you know, come to this work um, a lot of times from hitting a bottom or hitting a health challenge in their lives. Um, or, you know, like like it was for you, maybe not a specific thing, but um, just an, a kind of flat line, you know, I think there's a better way. And it sounds like that was kind of what got you there. And I think when you transition that lifestyle and you are feeling positive and feeling great, it's very, very unlikely that people won't come to you wanting to know, hey, what are you doing? What are you eating? How are you living? Because it seems to be working. Show me, you know? And I think at the same time, you feel a real call, or at least I did, and obviously you did, um, to share because it's like, oh my gosh, this is just cool. I like this. This is making me happy. I want to share this. And so I think we're almost robbing people if we don't share. And it sounds like you really listen to that call and, you know, are listening to that call and, and getting so much great feedback from it. I am. And that's a great way to put it, Katie. Um, yeah. I, sure. I just, I felt like I, I had a, a little light to shine and it was shining brighter and brighter. And I thought, I need, I need to help people if I can. And it's not that hard. And it's not, you know, we do spend a lot of money on uh, some of the holistic uh, lifestyle choices that we make, but not all of it is that expensive. And right. I think that there are a lot of um, barriers that people perceive 
based on what we're told that aren't necessarily true. So if, if I can share with other people and have fun doing it, I mean, that's my passion and uh, it's, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, I think that time is a big one that people think is a barrier, right? They think that, you know, preparing meals for the week or, you know, getting into just starting this. I think that's a big one that people think they don't have time for. And then another one I think that people come to, or at least a lot of people have told me, is that they don't want to make the recipes that I'm making or do, do the things that I'm doing because they don't have the stuff, right? They don't have that built up, you know, kind of collection of things that I have now in my kitchen. But what I always like to tell people, and I would love your kind of thoughts on this, is I didn't ever like go from having none to having all of it. It was something that I built up over time. And, you know, superfoods and super herbs are great, but, you know, it's something that you don't have to start with and it's something that you can build up over time. So I would love for you to talk about that a little bit and maybe give one concept or one or two um, if you had to, you know, teach someone who is getting started just one or two things to get started implementing a green wellness um, lifestyle, what, where would you kind of tell them to start? I know it would be individual, but maybe just some two or three like overarching themes. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And I totally agree that you're not going to go from having a standard American diet stocked pantry to having an abundance of superfoods overnight, it's just not cost effective and it's just not a natural progression. So I, I too kind of built up my stack of, of fun superfoods and herbs slowly over the years and, um, you know, it's fine, still finding new things to include in my diet. I would say in terms of overarching themes, one of the, the main things, and it's very basic, and I think a lot of people may learn this, you know, in, in school as they're little, but color, color in our diet. Each, each nutrient has specific colors associated and does different things. So if there's one thing that I could say to start with, it would be to add beautiful rainbow colors into your shopping cart as you're shopping. One thing is if you're not buying it and it's not in your fridge, luckily you're, or, um, you know, you're, you're just not going to be eating it, right? right? So stocking your cart with as many colorful foods um, as possible, red bell peppers and orange squash and yellow carrots if you can find them, an eggplant and just kind of, kind of making your, your cart into a rainbow. So that would be one thing. Another would be, um, in terms of top pieces of advice is to look at the chemicals in your home, um, both cleaning products and what you're putting on your body. And no, you're not, you probably don't have a, a thousand dollars to go out and do a shopping spree of brand new products but as things run out what can you replace them with what what is less toxic um you know you run out of a, a bottle of lotion look at the back of it and you know decide is that nourishing or not and then what can be replacing it that is um, for example coconut oil serves a, a you know a thousand different purposes for cooking as well as for homemade um bath and beauty products. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lotion, lip balm, all that good stuff. Deodorant. Yeah. Toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. Food, hair. Oh my gosh. I. It's so funny. I bought this huge one, right? Like huge one, a thing of coconut oil. 
and I wrote the date on the top of it because I just wanted to see how fast I would go through this. And I bought it on February 1st, and it's like almost gone. This is a gallon. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I use so much of this stuff. So oh, that is okay. a requirement that everyone should get. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And it's, it's not um, cost prohibitive, and you get good deals on, you know. Um, Vitacost.com is a site that I like to use a lot for, for specialty and superfoods. We'll put that link below. But I think, again, you know, something to just mention with the superfoods is to just go slow with it. You know, I know a lot of people see, you know, things that I post and it can be overwhelming. Like, oh, I'm not even going to try that. I don't even know what half that stuff is. And I was like that too. You know, it was not something that I would see people doing these things and I'd be like, I have no idea what Ashru, Ashru, what? You know, like I had no idea what a lot of these things were, but I think that it, it again, it, it just takes time and it's starting with pick one thing, coconut oil, or pick one thing, replace your, your lotion with something, you know, a little bit less, a little bit cleaner, you know, and I think it's just taking your time and just being gentle with yourself and going Absolutely. slow. Absolutely. I remember my first superfood that I bought besides for um, coconut oil was bee pollen. <laughs> I kept seeing it everywhere and I thought, I need to get some of this stuff. And I was at a farm market one day in Warren and uh, the lady was selling bee pollen and that was it. The rest and was that- history. <laughs> one of my favorite things, just to like bring this together, it's perfect, coconut oil and bee pollen. I actually do this little thing. You you might do this too, Angela, but this is a great takeaway you know, for people. I take, it's called my energy in a spoon and I just take bee pollen and um, coconut oil, I like put the bee pollen on a spoon, drizzle it with coconut oil. Hopefully it's better when the coconut oil is melted, but it would work if it's not. And um, just take a spoonful of that and it's like energy to go. It's so easy and quick and um, I love it. Absolutely. And it tastes good too. It tastes so good. Yeah, it's so good. Sometimes I do cinnamon on it too, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so so with that, so speaking of solid coconut oil, which is what, what we're dealing with here, because in Michigan, again, where we are, it's cold. It's really freaking cold. And um, it's, it's that way for a while. So with that, I would love for you to talk a bit about staying well in this extreme climate and what are some personal practices that you do and what are some um, things that people who do live in, in colder climates can do during this time of year when um, being outside is, is not something that is as possible as it is in the warmer months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really important and everyone's getting sick and pressuring you to get a flu shot and maybe you don't want to do that and right. maybe you just want to stay well. Um, a couple of my favorite things to, to take um, during the wintertime, zinc is huge for your immune system. Um, B vitamins, which you can, you know, get in food form with um, bee pollen for, for one, one option, uh, or in a supplement form. Um, vitamin C, both in fruit, like, you know, grapefruit or kiwi, um, or taking it in a powder form. I put that in my smoothies. So stocking up on the um, essential nutrients. If we're, if we're not well nourished, then there's really not much that's going to help us um, fight off those illnesses. Another thing that I love to do is uh, make bone broth and other veggie broth, um, just super warming, super nourishing, and very inexpensive. And what better, you know, thing to eat on a cold winter night than a nice so bowl healing. of hot soup? Yeah, definitely. Um, and tea, tea, um, herbal teas of all kinds. I mean, I've got some crazy 
I went nuts over this winter and uh, stocked up on pounds <laughs> of all different chai spices. And those are warming and nourishing and um, keep you nice and warm and well. And also using coconut oil, coming back to that, on our skin, keeping it from being overly chapped. I like to make a little potion of shea butter mixed with coconut oil, a little bit of vitamin E and some essential oil, um, and make up a nice batch of lotion and you know, keep my legs from getting fish scaly and uh, keeping those nice, tall, warm uh, knee-high socks on. <laughs> I love that. So good. So many good tips there. Um, one that, you know, with that supplementing, I think vitamin D is just, just super important. And I know, you know, for me, just so I remember, just a little tip for people, I, I just empty the capsules right into my morning smoothie and it just, I'll forget if I don't take it. And it's so important for us, you know, because I'm not getting in the sun every day, even though, you know, I try to take walks, but you know, when it's cold, it's just, it's hard. And that's just kind of the way it is, you know, for, for getting the vitamin D. So I think that's important. And camu camu can be great for the um, vitamin C as well. And I love all of those tips. And of course, another use for coconut oil. Definitely. I'm glad you mentioned vitamin D because I, I did forget about that one. But uh, I do take mycelized vitamin D3. Um, that's good for people who don't like caps. So. Yeah, yeah, super good. Um, yeah, sure. So speaking of fun things um for you know getting out of this this warm or this cold weather um what are some things you do to relax right what are some things that you do and to really stay mindful and relax and why is that important for your general overall wellness well, there are lots of fun things that I do to relax. One would always have to be one like on the top of my list is yoga. Um, I have both my office is kind of half turned into a half office, half yoga studio. So if I don't feel like going out and braving the nastiness that is Michigan, um, I can set up some candles and do a nice uh, warming flow right from the comfort of my own office. And it's nice to take a break, you know, in the middle of the day. Um, to kind of clear your mind and ground a little bit and warm up the body with that. Um, I also practice at some studios around the area, of course, too. Um, so that, and I, I do like to get out of Michigan. <laughs> it might not be um, something that uh, we all get a chance to do that often, but if I can get out during the wintertime, that's when I prioritize taking a, a vacation. Um, to somewhere warm and getting that vitamin D and on my skin and on my face feels so good. Uh, meditation is huge. I like to do that every night before bed. And if I can in the morning before I start looking at emails and Facebook. Um, and I also play music. I drum and I sing at a little band that we play together. And I, for me, that's a huge creative outlet, um, an energy release. Nothing feels better than banging on a drum after a long week of work super cool super cool yeah. i want to come over and have a cup of your nice tea and sing with you and and do some yoga girl let's do that sounds yeah. like a date super cool so i want to latch on to one thing you said there and i think meditation and yoga are kind of you know essentials that a lot of people do to relax but i don't think enough people take full breaks right i don't think enough people travel and and really get out you know I think there's something to be said for 
there's definitely something to be said. I don't want to, you know, rush over this point either for, you know, taking a retreat in your own home. And, you know, even if it's just a Saturday to meditate and maybe just have smoothies and juice and do some yoga and just kind of take a retreat from your computer and phone, I, I think that's definitely amazing. But there is something to be said for actually getting out of your normal day-to-day space and taking a retreat with yourself. So can you talk about the importance of a vacation and actually getting out of town and how that can be so beneficial? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's one of my favorite things to do. So getting out of town and getting out of your environment and just kind of physically removing yourself um, from you know, the day-to-day stress and the day-to-day grind, so to speak, is huge for me. And going to somewhere that's warm, that's kind of tropical, that I can, you know, actually put my feet on the earth and do a little bit of grounding and release some of that stagnant electromagnetic energy that we build up all the time from our cell phones and our devices and our computers that are going 24-7, it's huge. And it allows me to really sink in really clear my mind and just enjoy being. And I just don't think that it's not always that easy when we're sitting in our, in our home, you know, I've got the cat clawing at the door <laughs> and to get in and, um, you know, my cell phone's ringing in the other room and uh, someone's knocking at the door, ringing the doorbell. So, um, you know, while, yeah, definitely retreating in your living room or office on a Saturday is nice and kind of shutting things down. Definitely something to be said for, you know, a complete change of pace and a complete time where you can turn off your cell phone and really be in nature. Um, There are tons of studies showing how happiness levels and mood are affected by just looking at nature. And unfortunately, I'm looking outside my window here and (laughs) not much nature to be found found at the moment. So definitely tropical escapes um, to me are, are really centering and allow me to to be my best when I come back home. Mm, So good. So there's one place in particular that I know that you love um, and you've been to other places. I know you had a different vacation to a different place and it it just didn't have that same feel to you. So what does Pura Vida mean? And can you talk a little bit about your relationship with Costa Rica? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's my favorite place to be in the whole world. Um, you know, I've, we've traveled all over, um, been to South America, Central America, the islands, the Caribbean. Um, and we found that Costa Rica has such a special energy to it. Um, you asked what Pura Vida means. It means pure life. And in Costa Rica, that is their motto. They, they kind of use that as their kind of daily catchphrase. Um, they say, to say hello, to say goodbye, to say, oh, it's cool, you know, and, and, and saying that to each other, it's not just a word, but it's, it's, it's a true meaning, and they take care of the earth there, um, you know, the beaches, there's not a speck of trash, you know, um, there's no litter in the country, it's, it's a place that's really clean, um, it's a mecca for organic farming, uh, for, you know, sustainability, for eco-lodge retreats kind of like the one we're hosting, and just a place to, to really connect with the earth. And they just, they take a, they take great pride in their biodiversity, and they do amazing things to keep it so pristine. Um, so those are some reasons why I love 
Okay, I cannot yeah. stop smiling. I want to ah. teleport there immediately. It just, it sounds to me, I got to say it, like a wellness wonderland. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely a wellness wonderland. It just sounds so amazing. And oh my gosh, just so amazing. I've never been, but I'm going to go with Angela very, very soon. And I said to her when I was with her in person, I was like, God, I just want to go on a vacation with you. And her response to me was, you can. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about the retreat that is coming up and the specifics of that and how you developed it and, and a couple of reasons um, why it's different and, and just some of the really cool things. I'll probably mention some too because I'm just – I'm obsessed with it, honestly. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks for your support in it. It's been my, my little baby. Um, yeah, I know. You know, so we've, we've been a few times to Costa Rica now. And, you know, one of my dreams is how can we bring other people to this amazing place? Um, and so – Matt and I and our, our partner, Lawrence, who is a holistic chiropractor, were sitting down one day talking about how we can make this into a reality. And he was sharing a little bit about some retreats he had held in the past in, in Europe and how it was a little difficult there because the energy was really cold and hard and kind of stagnant and old. Um, you know, you think of Europe and um, it's not as relaxed and flowy and tropical and Puerto Vida like, like Costa Rica. So he said, yeah, I'd absolutely like to, you know, partner up and, and uh, plan a retreat with you guys. So we started thinking about, you know, what do we want? What experience do we want to share with people when we're there? And it all kind of came down to a heart opening, mm-hmm. um, a, a time to really let go of all of the BS and the drama and the fast-paced life and to really spend time connecting with both the internal world through meditation and through yoga as well as the external worlds of the gorgeous paradise that Costa Rica is. So that is what um, Puerto Verde means. It means the green gate, um, green relating back to the heart chakra. And um, we've kind of created a little wellness wonderland that is a eight-night eight um, retreat in the middle of the rainforest. Um, it's near Arenal, which is in the center of Costa Rica, on Finca Luna Nueva um, Farm. So Finca means farm, Luna Nueva is new moon, so the new moon farm. Mm. And it's a biodynamic ecosystem that they've created there. They literally have animals that um, that uh, facilitate the, the farming process, and anyone that gets to come will be able to learn all about that. Um, so freaking cool it it really is so they grow ginger and turmeric there and actually um you know create all of their meals from scratch with ingredients grown on the farm and we're going to be doing yoga a couple times a day we're going to offer acupuncture as well as network spinal analysis which is Lawrence's modality um for gentle spinal care and alignment um, and have a lot of really cool workshops to to really help ourselves open up and get to know uh, our fears and kind of release them into the wild wilderness. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so I've studied the um, loose schedule and there is one day where there's like zip lining and really cool stuff. You get to tour the farm, which is which is this so this you guys is a step above organic. So this is like you think organic is good. This is amazing. This is just 
if you are even like considering doing anything like this, like this is the one to do. It's so amazing. Angela is so amazing. I I know people will be able to get a sense of of you through this podcast, you know, just because we're having a real authentic conversation. But she really is everything she seems like on this podcast in person. So just being able to go hang out with her is, you know, reason enough to go. Nevertheless, that it's like this rad, amazing wellness wonderland place and their son, you know, so um, it's, it sounds really, really amazing. And um, I can't wait to, to, to go whether it's um, whenever that will be. So I'm super excited. We'll have all the links below and and information about um, the retreat, but it definitely sounds amazing. Thank you so much, Katie. It's been a super fun experience to, uh, to set this all up. And we cannot wait. We're about 60 days out. Yeah, it's it's going to be amazing. So now I would love to get personal with you, Angela. You ready for it? I am. Let's open it up. All right. So this is one question I love to ask everyone who um, comes on here. But I would love to know your morning routine and maybe like the first three things you do when you wake up and any specifics and how you start your day and why that's important for how the rest of your day goes. Hmm. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a morning routine. (laughs) I know people like to, um, you know, to plan ahead and to to do certain things in the morning, um, pretty ritualistic, but I, I, I tend to go with the flow. If I need more sleep or less sleep, I'll do it. Um, I, I do like to wake up and every day at least close my eyes for a few minutes and, you know, just, you know, thank the divine that I'm here and that I'm breathing. Um, but after that, it's, 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 it's really up in the air. And one of the things that I, I do like to do most mornings is make myself a, a super good smoothie. So that's, that's one way to start the day. But, Amazing. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I, I love that you're, that you're loose about it. And I'm loose about it too. And I think that it's every day just, you know, starting with that little bit of gratitude and then doing what you feel like, that is your morning routine, following whatever your body and your mind is wanting. And I think that that's something that, you know, is really beneficial for people to take away. Yeah, most definitely. So um, what about in the evening? What are some kind of evening routines and your um, favorite ways to kind of wind down after a long day? Definitely tea. I drink a ton of tea at night, Um, sometimes two or three cups. It's a pretty bad habit (laughs) in a good way, though. Um, So I I like to have tea, and I also like to definitely make sure uh, at least an hour before bed that I've shut my phone off, my computer off, that I'm not staring at any screens, and I'm usually just either reading or um, meditating or laying in bed or just kind of laying there talking with, with Matt. So. I love that. So speaking speaking of Matt, you guys recently got engaged. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I would love to um, talk a bit about that and why relationships are so important to overall general wellness and specifically why it's important to be in a relationship with someone who um, – shares your passion and you know really you guys can support each other and and make each other better and you know I can just see that having met you both that it's such a great authentic partnership I just I get the sense of that you know so um could you talk a little bit about that sure um it's essential for us in in our relationship to be open and honest and to support each other 
And I think we do a really good job of that. Uh, most people are surprised to learn that Matt and I spend so much time time together. Um, we're actually business partners, um, you know, which is interesting. And some people might consider backwards because we've, you know, been business partners for longer than we've been engaged. <laughs> but um, it's it's what works for us, and um, we do support each other. And he inspires me so much. Um, just his knowledge and his attitude towards life, um, I felt was so in line with mine and, you know, maybe not even this life, but past lives as well. Who knows? We could go there. Totally. Um, We're in wonder, wonderland. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we met five years ago, but it was an instant connection. How did and, you guys meet? You know, we met on, we met online. No way. Or not. Yeah. You know. I had been in several serious relationships and there was always something lacking. And I thought, well, let's at least get a lot of the, um, you know, the disqualifiers <laughs> out of the way and, 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 you know, find someone who at least is on the same page. And uh, we did that. And it was funny. He messaged me and, you know, one of those questions on the online sites are, what is your ideal first date? And his answer was so hilarious. And it was the, the reason that I was like, okay, I need to meet this guy. Oh, my gosh. You have to tell what it was. <laughs> it was this, um, like, maybe six-paragraph-long essay, how he was going to pick me up on a magic carpet ride and tour me across the world. And we were going to go to Paris and, and have dinner under the Eiffel Tower. And oh, my gosh. And take me back to New York. We were going to go on a carriage ride. And he was being completely sarcastic. But the funny thing is, we do travel the world together and, you know, while it's, while it's not, you know, like that ideal fairy tale that we like we hear about, it's, it's totally awesome. Oh my gosh, I have the chills. It's so amazing. You guys are such a positive <laughs> example of a relationship and I just, I look up to it so much because I'm just, I don't know, I'm super inspired by you guys. So that's amazing. So how hey. did he, how did he propose? Will you tell us that story? Sure. Well, you know, we've been talking about it for a long time. And I'll be honest, um, you know, marriage wasn't the first priority that we had. Our first priority was setting up our business and setting up our life um, to to be, you know, our, our own creation and our own kind of create your own adventure. Yeah. So once we were able to do that, then the talk came up and we thought, okay, well, we, we're definitely spending the rest of our lives together. Let's let's have a party. Let's celebrate. Yeah. So <laughs> we, um, you know, we started talking about it a long, long time ago and the timing was, was right. And, uh, he took me out to celebrate our five year anniversary and, um, he took me out to dim sum in midtown at Shangri-La and I'd never been there and we're big on having new experiences together. So that was really cute. And then, uh, after that he took me and this was all a surprise. He had a cat, um, a car come, pick us up and take us all around for the night. And uh, then we went to the Detroit Opera House and we saw um, a Chinese performing arts uh, performance, which was beautiful. And during the intermission, he asked me uh, how many more dates I would go on with him. And I was in the middle of telling him like some crazy exponential number, like 900 million, 57,000. And he, uh, he put a ring on my finger and he said, will you go on all of them with me? Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. This is a video. Oh my gosh, that is so freaking cute. And your ring is beautiful, totally Stone Fox Bride and oh, amazing. Thank you. 
and it's eco-friendly. I just have to say that. It's so amazing. So amazing. So are you guys going to have an amazing eco-friendly green wedding? Yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, super cool. Super cool. You Focus guys are... food, so... So cool. So cool. So... My my last big question for you before we wrap with some um, quick fire questions are, you know, what are you doing in your life that you are afraid of, but you're doing anyways? How are you challenging yourself right now? Oh, God. Well, in a lot of ways, I think that it's important to do things that scare us. Um, otherwise, we live in this kind of um, more of like a fear-based mode rather than kind of an empowering sort of, I can do this. Yeah. You know, so I do things all the time that scare me and, but, you know, two of the most recent things that come to mind are planning the retreat. I mean, it, it was a huge thing. It, you know, it was a new business that we put together. We, we had this concept in our mind, but like, I don't know, are other people thinking it's as rad as I do? <laughs> you do, but yeah. you know, at the beginning we thought, well, going to come to this. And so it's kind of putting ourselves out there in a way. Um, so that, that has been scary and it's been amazing to, um, to finally, you know, get everybody signed up and, you know, have this amazing group of people who are um, so excited about it, too. So that's one thing that scared me. Another is um, we've got a live um, performance with our little band coming up this Friday. Um, so me singing on a stage Aww. in front of people is going to be terrifying, but I'm excited. Super cool. Super <laughs> cool. So what are you, of those things, what are you most excited about in your life right now? God, everything. Um, you know, the retreat is really, I, I, I just can't wait for that. I mean, it's going to be the experience of a lifetime for a lot of people. Some of the people who are coming on the retreat have never been anywhere, I've never been anywhere tropical at all. So it's like, wow, we get to, we get to provide this healing experience for people and, um, I can't wait. And also the wedding planning stuff is, is fun too. Yay. Oh, so many exciting things. I'm just so happy to know you and be able to, you know, see it all happen and, and be a part of it. Oh, thanks, Katie. So, um, all right. So let's do some quick fire questions. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Favorite color? Green. Favorite yoga pose? Mm. Handstand. Mm, nice. Favorite thing you've ever fermented? Oh, my own green salsa. Ooh, oh my gosh, yum. Well, yeah. hold, on, hold on a sec. We have to take a step back. I would love if you could, I know we're at the very end and I said quick fire, but I meant to ask you about this. Could you talk a little bit about um, the benefits of fermentation and, and kind of how you got into that? Yeah, I'll do a quick fire ferment session. Okay. So fermentation is a way of creating beneficial bacteria on the foods that we already have present. It can be a tea, it can be a dairy product, it can be a vegetable. There are different methods. So it could be either anaerobic or aerobic, meaning either airless or with air. Um, so there are tons of different ways to culture food. Um, I do a lot of vegetable fermentation. Um, so basically what it is is submerging vegetables under a brine and letting them sit and grow um, beneficial cultures. So lactobacillus is a huge one that we're doing when we're lacto-fermenting vegetables. That aids hugely in our digestive system and the way things, uh, you know, flow. Also, um, the you know, it actually creates even more powerful nutrients, um, anti-cancer nutrients, um, as well as a beautiful taste and a way to preserve our food through the winter. 
So if you're growing cabbages in the summer, you can eat that fresh local produce all winter long. Mm. So that, and, and, and it tastes amazing. So I love eating sour vegetables and there you go. Yum. Tastes so amazing. So Angela just had a fermentation 101 workshop this past weekend. And so we are so lucky that we just got the cliff notes version of that from her right now. And so if you are local, I just, I asked her right before the call because I couldn't make it this weekend, but she's going to be doing more of those. So we'll definitely keep in touch with her and keep posting the links links below of all of her um, where to get in contact with her because if you are local, we have to go and I will be there and we're going to be collaborating lots um, in the future. So um, yes. yes, so lots more of that to come. And man, that salsa sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Never it had is. fermented salsa. It's actually a hot sauce. It's like a, a yeah, very hot. Oh my gosh. It's, it's delicious, but I'm already halfway through, so I've got to start making it again. Yeah, and you have to just be patient and wait for it. That's the hardest yeah. part. Yeah, um, slow food is finest. Yeah, exactly. It's really awesome. You know, I've done it a bit in my kitchen, and it's like you're a little scientist. You know, that's kind of what I think of it. And um, it's just, it's super a great way to connect with your food, you know, like you're growing your food, but right in your kitchen and you are growing and it's, it's just super cool. All the way. All right. Back to quick fire now. So favorite thing about living in Detroit? Culture. Nice. Um, favorite health ritual? Um, cooking. Favorite day of the week? Saturday. Favorite hour of the day? Three o'clock. Favorite winter vegetable? Ooh, turnip. Favorite fruit? Kamu Kamu is amazing, fresh. Oh, is that? Do you get that in Costa Rica? Um, I probably, but I had it in Peru. Oh my ago. gosh! Yeah. I can't wait to try that someday. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite way to relax? Napping. Best meal you've eaten recently? Oh, God, I eat so good every day. (laughs) (laughs) The one I I made last night. (laughs) What was it? You got to tell us what it was. uh, I made a a homemade uh, spaghetti sauce with a ton of carrots in it and a ton of garlic and it was, it was in a couple habaneros, so it was spicy. And then I blended it all up and it was it was really, really good. Oh, my gosh. I want to, yeah. like, get in my car and drive over right now. <laughs> I got so leftovers. Amazing. Leftovers? Oh, so yeah. good. Um, okay. Favorite, like, go-to meal that you make, either breakfast, lunch, or dinner, just your kind of go-to thing? Stir-fry. Nice. Veg- veggie and tofu stir-fry. What's your favorite on-the-go snack? Ooh, I make these raw bars. And they're on my website. So you can Ooh. find them. There's like a ton of nuts and seeds and dates. They're delicious. Yeah, and we'll post that link below. Cool. Superhero power you wish you could have just for a day. Oh, flying. Love to fly. Yeah, that'd be that'd be real cool. Where and when were you the happiest? Right now. At this very moment. Yay, talking to me. Yes. Favorite superfood? Kale. What's one food you would eat every day? Bananas, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite place you've traveled to? 
Costa Rica. <laughs> I knew that one. Favorite blog other than yours? Yours. Oh, you're flattering me. Favorite song? Uh, right now, Two Fingers by Jake Club. Favorite movie? None. Favorite book? Oh, God. Be Here Now. And my last question for you, which I ask everyone who comes on the show, as you know, the name of this podcast and the name of my blog is The Wellness Wonderland. So when I offer that term to you, Angela, what does it mean to live in a wellness wonderland? Being in a wellness wonderland means to be fully present and fully happy with everything that is, whether it is perceived to be the most amazing thing or not, and just being at peace with your body and your mind and being in health. Mm, I adore that definition. It's so beautiful, and I could not agree more. That's exactly what I wanted to create when I created this. So thank you so much for that beautiful answer and all your other ones and talking to us today about everything we talked about, especially the amazing retreat and all the stuff that you're doing here. I'm, I'm just so grateful to be connected to you, to be your friend, and for all the collaborations we're going to be doing and sharing with um, my community as well as yours in the future. Let's make Detroit the wellness wonderland. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You made it all the way to the end. I'll be back next week, but until then, let's stay inspired and keep this conversation going. So tweet at me, at Katie Dalebout, and our guest with your aha moments from this conversation. And like the Wellness Wonderland on Facebook, so we can all hang out there and discuss how inspired we are and how we'll apply it in our daily lives. And never miss another episode or post from me by signing up for email updates on thewellnesswonderland.com. See you back in Wonderland.